This episode of Internet Today is brought to you by Sunbasket. Uh, this week was originally supposed to be the week that E3 closed downtown Los Angeles so that people could cram themselves into exhibition halls and gawk at all of the newly announced games and consoles. When really, they could have just been watching everything debut from the comfort of their own homes. Now, this year, the choice of antsy gamers was made for them thanks to the pandemic, which made cramming yourselves into a convention filled with tens of thousands of other people sound more like a horror movie than anything else. So... Probably for the best. No, the pandemic's over. It would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, no, as we've all seen, in Orange County, California specifically, you don't have to wear a mask anymore. No. And a lot of people were very outspoken about that fact uh, on camera. If you wear the mask, shame. you're just, you're cutting off your supply of oxygen. You will die. That's the that's Which science. makes absolutely no sense because, uh, listen, we don't need to get into it. You've already seen the video, but it is insane where people are like, you breathe out CO2. And when you put the mask on, you got to breathe it back in, which is yeah. very unhealthy, despite the fact that doctors everywhere yeah. perform surgeries in masks or anything else in masks for hours upon hours. It's all a misunderstanding. They thought you are supposed to put a trash bag over your head. I put this bag over my head and I couldn't breathe. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, there was at least one company this week who decided to keep their announcement schedule somewhat intact, although they shifted it slightly due to just America's recent... Problems. Turmoil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sony finally revealed their newest console, the PlayStation 5. Bet you didn't know that's what they were going to call it. Yeah, they, I mean, it's they're more consistent than Xbox, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was during a stream event on Thursday, and while there were a few somewhat enticing game announcements, everyone's attention was obviously focused on just what the hell this next-gen console was going to look like. Well, here it is. Yep, that's the PlayStation 5. In all its glory. I think it looks nice. I, I think it looks okay. I think I'm glad they went for it. The Xbox is now literally just a box. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, there's nothing really... I mean, it's just a functional piece of hardware. This one, it's this is something... The PS5, is, you want that on display. It's like a sports car. Yeah. <laughs> do you want all reliable over here? Yeah. Or do you want the Corvette? And, well, I, I, like I think it. maybe I'm looking at, at in rose-colored glasses at the current gen of consoles. I think they kind of perfected. Like, they're both kind of sleek. Yeah. Had a, had a little bit to them. The Xbox was still a box. It was just Yeah, the PlayStation at least added some angles to it. I, yeah. I would say every generation that there's been an Xbox and a PlayStation, the PlayStation has looked better. I don't know. The PlayStation 3 looked like shit to me. Well, that aesthetic hasn't aged well. But no. at the time, <laughs> I mean, you think the PlayStation 3 looked bad. The Xbox 360 is just a big doink to doink. Yeah, it was looked like weird. shit. Anyways, yes, it's already been stated many times, but it, it is very true that Sony's PS5, it looks like a wireless modem or router with a popped collar. It just does. Or, as Elliot put it, by photoshopping it sideways, it looks like a futuristic house in the Hollywood Hills that an eccentric billionaire would own. Yeah. Notch lives inside this PlayStation. That's right. And he's just in there typing away. Yeah. Typing just away with... Sitting him. on the Red Pill subreddit all day long. Yeah, shoving Red Pills right up his ass. Yeah, with yeah. this dirty-ass candy machine that hasn't been cleaned in... Years. Fuck Notch. Uh, listen, we agree. The PlayStation 5, it doesn't look terrible. But, I don't know. It's acceptable. But it's certainly not subtle. It is no. not subtle and at all. And that's why I like the bold choice. Yeah. I'm glad they went for it. Because, like, if they had come out with their own rectangle, I like, where's the excitement? Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. And it certainly looks better than the fucking dev kit that was, oh, yeah, that was like, been going around for a while. Like, that thing looked like shit. But again, not subtle. People will definitely know that you own a PS5 That's because right. it, it will not blend in with the rest of your living room setup, uh, and especially when it's sitting vertically, as shown in the promotional materials. It looks yeah. like 
something you'd see on evil building subreddit. Yeah, it looks like uh, looks like something in uh, the Abu Dhabi skyline. Yes, <laughs> yes, it does. Now, luckily, according to various outlets, the PlayStation Five can actually lay down horizontally, and in our opinion makes a hell of a lot more visually appealing impression with the added bonus of actually being able to fit in most entertainment centers or TV stands that way. Yeah, otherwise it's just sitting on the side. Yeah. Uh, also on the visual aesthetic side of things, but getting more towards the specs, Sony is releasing two distinct versions of the PS5 right out the gate. A console with or without a disk drive, which is a good option to have and will probably save consumers around $50 if they choose to digital download uh, games only. But, mm -hmm. you know, since this is a game console and a general entertainment device, we could see a lot of people choosing to keep the disk drive so they can play Blu-ray and Ultra 4K movies on physical media if they so choose. Yeah. It's just nice to have the option sometimes. And a lot of places aren't really up to par yet when it comes to download speeds that are good enough to stream movies in ultra-high def. And, it's, uh, it is nice to have. I, also, the games are just huge now. I downloaded a true. fucking Call of Duty update the other night that was 85 gigs. <laughs> yeah. A lot of people don't have that. Uh, but that's the thing. With games, if you even bought Modern Warfare on a disc, you pop it in, it's like, hey... Here's the deal. But yes, yeah, you bought the physical yeah, disc, but you you're going to need to download 80 gigs worth yeah, of Yeah, the update right I got, with the, the, all the people with physical media had to get that update too. So. Yeah, it's kind of weird. But what I'm, what I'm saying is, is it is kind of nice to be able to pop in a Blu-ray. Like I have the PlayStation, and I used it to watch one of the Star Wars on a Blu-ray, mm -hmm. and it looks great, and I don't have to worry about the stream cutting out at any point or degradating yeah. or uh, the degraded service. Weird uh, compression artifacting artifacts. or anything like that. So I, I would personally go for it because a lot of 4K Ultra players now are, like, they're getting cheaper, but they're still, like, $150 yeah. for even something worthwhile. It's a so, niche product at this point. But it's nice to have. Now, as far as the specs, according to The Verge, the PS5 will reportedly have a, and this means nothing to me, but it means probably something to all of you out there, AMD Zen 2 CPU and a custom AMD RDNA 2-based GPU providing 10.28 teraflops of power. Uh, the standard SSD will have around 825 gigs of storage, so that is about, about uh, nine Modern Warfares you can have on this bad boy. Yeah. Uh, it'll have 5.5 gigabyte per second performance. Uh, the PS5 will also support 8K graphics and 4K graphics at a 120 hertz refresh rate, which is great That's if your cool, TV yeah. supports it. It'll also have 3D audio. And now for the price. You know, the information that's really helpful to have when people are making a somewhat mm -hmm. large financial decision in advance. There's nothing confirmed. Nothing at all. Uh, Sony's yet to release any of the pricing for the PS5's both of them, that we've seen, uh, at least while we wrote this episode. But according to a bunch of speculation, it's assumed that the price will start at around $499 for the PS5 with the optical drive, which means $449 for the one without. I mean, that's less than I would have expected. So yeah, there's been some leaks uh, yeah. showing higher prices, but these were immediately taken down. And we're not expert on pricing, but I feel like crossing the 499 mark on the price, it might be a little bit crazy, especially in the midst of an economic downturn when 40 million people have lost their jobs. Yeah. It uh, it seems like they're going to want to hold there, at least for now. Yeah. I mean, every, I think every console they've released has operated at a loss. Uh, yeah, you operate, yeah, because you sell the games on it. But, uh, yeah. And going past 500, you that's the thing is Sony games exclusive games would be why people would buy it yeah. because if you go past 500 you're starting to get into comparable PC specs territory yeah yeah 
Sort of. Comparable. Uh, By the time it comes out. Maybe. Somewhere. I don't know. Nah. Uh, anyway, regarding the <laughs> games that you can play on this slick boy when yeah. it's released, uh, at the very least, Sony says you'll be able to play an overwhelming majority of PS4 games thanks to the already confirmed backwards compatibility. That's cool. Yeah. But some new titles were announced during the press event, like, get ready, folks. <laughs> Grand Theft Auto V is yep. coming again. Wait, sorry, that's old. Yeah. Very old. Yes. Uh, yeah, it was kind of weird that that was one of the first titles announced for the PS5. That game came out on, it came out two console generations ago. Came out at the end of, But this time it's going to look slightly better. Yeah, it came out at the end of the 360 PS3 cycle and then came out immediately, like, less than a year later on the next gen. And it's been, what, five years now, so it's coming out again. Whatever, Rockstar is printing money, good for them. I guess. Um, but anyway in terms of actual new games. Spider-Man Miles Morales, a game that everyone seems to be extremely excited for, but one that has confused even games media outlets since it was announced, with various articles claiming that it was its own game, while others stated that it was an expansion or DLC for the pre-existing Spider-Man game. Yeah. Insomniac Games did finally come out and set the record straight. They stated that Miles Morales will, in fact, be its own standalone game. Which is cool. So that's nice. Yeah. And outside of that, you're looking at a new Ratchet & Clank game, which I think featured one of the more impressive trailers Beautiful. Of uh, a lot of these They're trailers... making Pixar movies in these games. Now. Yeah. This wow. one was, I think, the most impressive as far as, like, exclusive to PlayStation, yeah. something that really shows off next-gen graphics and what they can do within the game. Because after that, and Gran Turismo, which... Uh, Gran Turismo yeah. is ex explicitly a test case for the performance of the console. Look at those reflections. Uh Everything else was just like, there was a lot of it where I was like, this looks like a, either a PS3 game or a PS4 game. Like, you're not really impressing me with what the PS5 mm. can do. Uh, but here's a cool one. There's a game where you can get to, you get to play as a cat in a futuristic robotic Hell dystopia. Yeah. That one was seemed great. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, then there's a game for people who exist within the Venn diagram of anime lovers and furries. They're called Internet Today viewers. Yeah, okay. Boop. Uh, that game's called Goodbye Volcano High, which... Doesn't look like it needs a PS5 to run. Just my opinion. Uh, there's a sequel to Horizon Zero Dawn called Horizon Forbidden West. Horizon Zero Dawn was one of the best-looking games on PS4, so I'm sure this will be fantastic. There's a cutesy game that everyone on Twitter seems to love called Bug Snacks. Mm. A new Resident Evil title called Village, which has some serious Van Helsing vibes. A Obviously, we mentioned a new Gran Turismo, new Odd World, a new Hitman, mm. a Demon's Souls remake. Blah, blah, blah. A lot of people were excited about that Demon's Souls. Uh, but the one that stuck out to us uh, that will probably be released cross-platform after maybe an exclusive V period on PlayStation, uh, if that even exists, uh, is Deathloop. It's just a fun-looking shooter title from the studio behind the uh, Dishonored franchise. Flows really well. Guns look fun. The world that they built in there, it, it just looks like a fun game to play. Yeah. Has some, you know, Wolfenstein vibes, but kind of Bethesda as well. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So there you have it. There's your PlayStation 5 rundown. Aren't you glad you didn't sit through like four fucking hours of just spectacle? You got it from us in like under under 10 minutes. Yeah, we like. did it. Yeah. So now before we launch into our now weekly Warner Brothers bashing, because boy, are they ruining their entire media conglomerate. Let's take a quick second to thank today's sponsor, Sunbasket. If you're looking to reduce unnecessary trips out and trying to avoid sold out grocery stores, 
Yes. Then check out Sunbasket. It's a perfect and delicious solution for the times that we're living in. Now, you know us. Heading out to the store for some essentials is now an anxiety-ridden ordeal that we certainly do not look forward to. And that's why getting a delivery from Sunbasket is such a relief. Yeah. It's just there. Sunbasket delivers healthy, delicious meals straight to your door. They've got delicious recipes for all kinds of dietary preferences, including paleo, gluten-free, Mediterranean, vegetarian, and more. Everything is pre-portioned and ready to prep and cook. You can enjoy a dinner full of organic produce and clean ingredients in as little as 15 minutes, no matter how much experience you have in the kitchen. Each week, Sunbasket offers a wide range of recipes to choose from, so you can try mouth-watering dishes like hoisin steak strip lettuce cups and pickled daikon and carrots, roasted salmon with miso-glazed eggplant, or black bean tostadas diablo with cabbage slaw and guacamole. Tostadas diablo. Diablo. Very devilish. Yes. You can order from any recipes across their menu. You can skip a week whenever you need to, or even double up on your favorite recipes. It's simple and easy with no gotchas. And Sunbasket facilities have the highest levels of food and employee safety. They are reinforcing strict adherence to their existing standard operating procedures and increasing sanitation frequency in their distribution centers in order to protect you and your family. Mm -hmm. Right now, Sunbasket is offering $35 off your order when you go right now to sunbasket.com slash todaydaily and enter promo code todaydaily at checkout. All one word. That is sunbasket.com slash todaydaily. Enter promo code todaydaily at checkout for $35 off your order. sunbasket.com slash todaydaily. Promo code todaydaily. It's also linked down in the description below. But now let's get back into the news with Warner Brothers and HBO Max, a baffling ordeal. Uh, there's quite a bit going on with Warner and HBO Max and, hell, even the WB Games division. But first, we really have to pour one out for our friends over at DC Universe's DC Daily, which was technically the absolute last shred of existence of the former company known as Machinima. Yeah, it was sort of like Machinima's ghost. Yes. Like most of the people behind the scenes. It haunted the halls. Yeah, it was the same building, a lot of the same crew. Yeah. Well, you're probably well aware that after we parted ways with Machinima, the company only lasted a few more months before completely shutting down. Not saying we were the only thing keeping the company afloat, but hey, it sounds good, so we'll go with it. I mean, was it a coincidence that immediately after we parted ways, they went completely under? Curious. Very curious. Now, something you may or may not know is that while the name and the shows had vanished from the building, the production crew and a few of the on-camera talent that had been there for the last couple of years for Machinima were simply just given new roles on DC Daily. Mm -hmm. The transition was seamless, obviously, because by then the full acquisition of Machinima by Warner Brothers was complete. Uh, Anyways, that building and its production remained somewhat intact. They were just making a different show for a parent company. So everything was fine. For a good amount of people, despite the downfall of Machinima. But uh, it was announced earlier this week that DC Daily was canceled. And along with that show went everyone that worked on it and the old production studio that both that show and ours, ETC, uh, and countless other Machinima series were made in. Uh, The press release made it seem as though the reason for the show's downfall was the coronavirus, a wonderful excuse for every company in this country But as anyone who's watched DC Daily recently knows, they were doing perfectly fine dealing with the struggles of working and filming from home. And we can only guess, but we assume the real reason is that Warner Brothers now had two competing premium streaming services on their hands, and the big one needed some more content. DC Universe has a lot of content that would greatly benefit HBO Max and potentially entice some more subscribers. So we think, we think that the show's cancellation had more to do with that than anything else. Yeah, probably. A lot of these streaming platforms uh, have not perfected 
daily or weekly content? WB, ever since like AT&T, the acquisition, like they, they really don't like redundancy, which is understandable, but it's mm-hmm. like WB bought Machinima, and then like a year later, AT&T bought WB, but AT&T already had full screen, so they're like, well, all right, okay. Machinima's gone, get it yeah. out of there. So it's sort of the same thing. Yeah. Anyways, regardless, we want to give a shout out to all our friends and former coworkers who were involved in that show, and we know that they'll all land on their feet because all of them are extremely talented, but... Once again, we are forced to watch yet another digital production ruined by a bunch of executives who are more than eager to keep pushing traditional style programming regardless of how it gets into people's homes. They just don't like the new generation of creatives. Mm -hmm. It really seems that there has been a constant effort to lop off any of the people that have risen from the YouTube generation and keep them as far away from traditional production as possible. And I'm not saying there's a conspiracy but it has happened across every single studio that has dipped its toes into digital producers. Curious. Very curious. But hey, let's move on over now to Warner's main focus right now. HBO Max. Yeah. The app that hasn't really made that big of a splash in the streaming world thanks to a vast catalog that lacks excitement, uh, its lack of existence on popular streaming platforms like Roku and Amazon Fire, and confusion over its name uh, regarding uh, multiple previous... Available services without that also even getting exist. into like the AT and T now AT and T live whatever AT and T. I just said they hated redundancy, but uh, the, in this in this specific case, AT and T <laughs> has like ten fucking separate like media streaming services. Well, it looks like Warner Media has attempted to solve at least one of those problems. They're going to make things less confusing by remaining very confusing. Okay, here we go. <sighs> Take a breath. Remember HBO Now? Throw it out. It's now just HBO. Huh? But what's happening to HBO? Well, HBO isn't really going anywhere. It's just HBO Max now. What? Not HBO Max now. Sorry, that's also confusing. HBO is HBO Max. HBO Now is HBO. So, okay, what about HBO Go? HBO Go will no longer exist after July 31st. So if you used HBO Go, you're out of luck in the very near future. If you used HBO Now, you're just going to find it as HBO. And if you're on Roku or Amazon Fire, you're still shit out of luck unless you use the HBO Max app. Wait, no, the HBO app, which is the old HBO Now, but that doesn't have any of the new features or programming, the, you know, the stuff that's exclusive to HBO Max. I hope that clears it up for everyone. No. Are you cleared up? Are you less Not confused really. than before? Luckily, uh, the Android app on my phone just one day turned into the HBO Max app from yeah. the HBO Now app, and the app on my PlayStation 4 did the same thing. Yes. So I didn't have to worry about too much. But I also was expecting this and know what HBO Max is and was aware of everything leading up to this. I bet a lot of other people maybe a little bit confused. I've heard it been, be described as a purple disgusting mess. It kind of is. But hey, if you're avoiding all this confusion by simply logging into HBO Max through your computer or using the HBO Max app on the platforms where it does exist. Like Elliot does. Yeah. At least you're getting all that sweet, sweet content that you know and love and uh, that you were promised through months of marketing material, right? Yeah. They've got the thing that you want. It's right there. It was on all the billboards. It's on all the billboards. (laughs) Just kidding. No. We already told you previously that HBO had to alter some of their marketing material because consumers, a.k.a. morons, thought that... You know, just because they saw the Dark Knight films being marketed for the platform, well, then they must be available to watch upon release. <laughs> God, these consumers Idiot. are so stupid. Why would you think that? Yeah. Dumb. But uh, now things are getting worse, specifically for fans of the DC films, which Warner Media owns and used to market HBO Max to you. Yes. 
now, when we saw the rumors of this news earlier in the week, I made a note to hold off on the story because I, I just had to wait and see if it was actually true. Because how could this be possible? How could HBO Max lose some of its biggest movie draws for its brand new streaming service immediately after launching? But yeah, it turns out it's true. And as of July 1st, HBO Max users will no longer be able to watch any of the following movies. Justice League, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice, Wonder Woman, Suicide Squad, Batman, Batman Returns, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin, Catwoman, Jonah Hex, and The Losers. You have got to be fucking kidding me. Wow. Great job, Warners. Unbelievable. Now, obviously, they own the movies. They will be back on the service eventually. Yeah. Uh, but, it, I mean, it's mind-boggling. It's ridiculous that these licensing deals weren't properly planned out when they've obviously been coming up with this app for a very long time. Uh, you know, getting different wires. The two different departments. Whoops. Wait, <laughs> you guys are making a streaming service? We just licensed that shit out for like the next five years. That's what I, I'm actually... No, it's signed. I'm wondering now if they didn't like just get off the wallet and pay an exorbitant amount of money to get the licensing deal for these movies from whoever has the licensing for it for just a month to launch with. I don't know. It's... I, to me, it seems short-sighted, but who am I? Yeah. I'm obviously not a Warner Brothers executive. Also, god damn it. They, yeah. they removed Gone with the Wind. It's an old movie. It's boring. You won't like it. No. But they removed it because Warner Brothers is struggling to contextualize the racial stereotypes in this film 80 years after its release. They still haven't figured it out yet. They haven't figured out how to contextualize it. Uh, but yeah, it turns out that removing Gone with the Wind might have been a great financial boost for the studio because it appears that the best way to convince conservatives to purchase or rent something is by removing it under what they feel is unjustifiable censorship. Because the film immediately shot to number one on Amazon's bestseller's sales chart literally the day after it was removed from HBO Max. Yeah. These people do not understand boycotts. Yeah, no. They're, they're, now that this is going to be a marketing tool, they're going to be like, you know what we should do? We should get rid of, uh, I don't know, what's a, I don't even know if it's a HBO movie or something. Uh, did you hear HBO Max removed The Fugitive? I don't know why they did it, but I yeah. bet it's going to piss me off. Yeah. They made yeah. way more money off people watching Gone with the Wind by not having it on HBO Max yeah. than if they had just left it there. You know what they should do now is remove all the Harry Potter films. Yeah. And then all the conservatives will be like, well, you see that J.K. Rowling, I almost said J.K. Simmons, J.K. Rowling, she's on to something. Yeah. you got to rent all these movies. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of weird attempts to support the Black Lives Matter movement, though, uh, and, you know, doing that and having it backfire... If you can handle a decent amount of cringe, uh, we're just going to play this whole video for you. It's a video PSA called I Take Responsibility. Uh, it features a bunch of white actors, and uh, it was about as well received by people of all races as the John Lennon Imagine video that came out just days after stay-at-home orders were rolling out across the country. Hey, at least that one, they put some effort into it. Th so this one's even... It was unsettling to me. They're all, like, putting on their acting... So they're acting really hard, yeah. but also, if you notice, when you watch it, they're, they're not even, like, reading uh, a script on their laptops that are recording on. Someone's, like, obviously holding cue cards, like, off to the side, because all of their eyes, like, jet off to the side yeah. frequently yeah. to, you know, maintain the, the wording. Uh, uh. Here, here you go. I take responsibility. I take responsibility. I take responsibility 
I take responsibility for every unchecked moment. For every time it was easier to ignore than to call it out for what it was. Every not-so-funny joke. Every unfair stereotype. Every blatant injustice, no matter how big or small. Every time I remained silent. Every time I explained away police brutality. Or turned a blind eye. I take responsibility. Black people are being slaughtered in the streets, killed in their own homes. These are our brothers and sisters, our friends, our family. We are done watching them die. We are no longer bystanders. We will not be idle. Enough is enough. I will no longer allow an unchecked moment. I will no longer allow racist, hurtful words, jokes, stereotypes, no matter how big or small, to be uttered in my presence. I will not turn a blind eye. Going for a jog should not be a death sentence. Sleeping in your own home should not be a death sentence. Playing video games with your nephew should not be a death sentence. Shopping in a store should not be a death sentence. Business as usual should not be life-threatening. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. I stand against hate. I will stand against hate in love. I will make my presence known. And killer cops must be prosecuted. They are murderers. We can turn the tide. It is time to take responsibility. Call out hate. Step up and take action. Wow, that was really something. Racism solved. They solved racism. Now, honestly, it probably would have been a lot better if everyone in that video had just done what John Cena did and donate a bunch of money to various charities and stay away from the spotlight. Yeah, unseen. Yeah. Just the way John Cena does it. Exactly. Yeah, that was, uh, it was pointless. It's literally just like, what what is it accomplishing? And uh, it's distracting away from like, shit people should be watching. Also, uh, it's like directly, the, <laughs> none of this is confirmed, but like the people behind it, it's basically you trace it like back to just like the Democratic Party. And it's like, why are you doing this? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, just should have not. They're doing should've it because just not. Joe Biden still can't form words. Wow, yeah, Chief. Yeah. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, I mean, Trump's know, going down to, you know, Texas where the Tulsa massacre happened. Anyways, we're stuck with Joe Biden. What are we yeah, doing? Yeah, uh, so back to Warner Media real quick. Uh, surprise, surprise. They finally moved the release date for Tenet back. Woo! By two weeks. Wow. So it was initially supposed to be released on July 17th, but, you know, everyone thought, that's crazy. <laughs> There's a fucking pandemic. What are you doing? <laughs> you can't release it. On July 17th. Well, finally, they came to their senses. But now with everything, you know, reopening for literally no reason other than the economy, uh, it's going to be released on July 31st. So two extra weeks for uh, the pandemic to go away. Yeah. Yeah, good thing they moved it back, you know, or the the release of this film. It would have completely flopped, possibly gotten a lot of people sick. But now that it's at the (laughs) end of July. Problem solved. Yeah. Yeah. Well. There we go. In other weird, probably terrible business decision news for that company, looks like AT&T, which owns Warner Media, are they the same company exactly? Whatever. AT&T is the parent company. The parent company. company. Okay. AT&T is trying to sell off WB Games. Warner Brothers Games. That entire games division. Weeby Games. Weeby. Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment. 
Uh, Weeby, as they called it where we worked, uh, is, of course, responsible for games like the Arkham series, yep. Mortal Kombat, the, all the Lego games, all the Harry Potter games. Mad and, Max. Yeah, so on and so forth. Uh, according to CNBC, AT&T is discussing a sale of its Warner Brothers Interactive Entertainment gaming division in a deal that could fetch about $4 billion, according to people familiar with the matter. Take-Two Interactive Software, Electronic Arts, and Activision Blizzard have all expressed interest in buying the gaming division, said the people who asked not to be named because this, the discussions are private. As a whole, with all of the news that we talked about previously, including this, looks like CEO John Stanky is really living up to his name. A bazinga. Well, that sucks. It's uh, yeah. too much consolidation happening in just everything. I, I don't... <clears throat> I mean, I'm not an executive at Warner Brothers or Warner Media or anything, but it seems like they're making the wrong decisions a lot of the time. Yeah. Yeah. But what can you do? Let's consolidate everything into, like, the most expensive thing we can possibly do. And also, like... You know that games division we had with, like, award-winning games? Video games? They'll never make money on that. <laughs> games? What are you talking remember, about? Remember like the Pac-Man? The Arkham series of games? One of the most highly rated yeah. IP-based games of all time? Get rid of it. Fuck it. <laughs> also... Not sick. Yeah, good. EA, Take-Two, maybe Take-Two, I don't know. EA and Activision Blizzard getting their hands on any of that IP... I do not have a lot of uh, hope for. No, not at all. So, but I don't sell it to Bethesda. That that would be the worst. <laughs> Guys, we made a online MMO action yeah. RPG MMO with crafting, and uh, you know something in there for the kids as well, based on the Batman comics. Ugh. Are you ready? They're supposedly secretly developing some sort of Arkham series reboot over there, too. So hopefully this doesn't fuck that up, because no. I need another Arkham game. I'm not going to do this Telltale bullshit. I need another fucking actual Batman game. Yeah. AT&T. Well, let's see how it goes. Stanky. Mr. Stanky. Yeah, you do. Get out of here. <laughs> Dumb, stupid joke. Anyways... Uh, watch our other videos over here if you haven't seen them yet. So we have a new Tech News Day for you, a weekly weird news. Well, not, it's not weekly weird news. It's uh, uh, It was from our online Weekly coverage. bad news. Yeah, weekly bad news. But we will have a weekly weird news for you uh, tomorrow or early Sunday. So stay tuned for that. And uh, we'll see you very soon. Yeah. Bye. Bazinga.